This is Tamarindo Podcast. I'm Brenda Gonzalez. And I'm Ana Sheila Victorino. This is the Latinx Podcast where we discuss politics, pop culture, and how to balance it all con calma. Welcome to the show. What's up, Tamarindo listeners? We are podcasting in the time of Corona. Ana Sheila reporting live from my bedroom closet, which is funny because I spent many years in this house in the closet. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so reliving some trauma to bring you guys a little episode. (laughs) Yeah, Brenda, where are you? I am um, at my in-laws in 29 Palms near Joshua Tree, enjoying a celebratory margarita and uh, recording under a blanket. (laughs) We're doing what we can. Uh, We really wanted to have this episode to check in with each other and with all of you and share some of the things we found helpful and also celebrate a little if we can, because it's our anniversary. It's our anniversary. Yeah. So to get started, um, Brenda, like, how are you feeling in light of social distancing, quarantine, just all of the uncertainty that we're experiencing right now? Well, every day is a bit of an emotional roller coaster, as I'm sure all of our listeners can relate. I'm feeling really grateful that we did have a place to go here in um, Joshua Tree. It felt like leaving LA just felt like a necessary step to avoid a little bit of the anxiety. We live in a really big complex and having the option to be a little bit more separated seemed very appealing. So I'm glad that we had a place to be here, be at. And I've also have grown and to appreciate and love the desert. So now I'm planning like my vacation home that I'm going to buy here. (laughs) So I'm appreciating where I'm at. I'm appreciating all the cheese mess that I'm doing with my friends over Zoom. And I'm appreciating our fans and our platform more than ever. How are you? Yeah, um, I think, you know, I'm feeling all the things, you know, I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling hopeful. I'm feeling a little worried. I'm feeling, I'm also feeling really grateful as well. And I, but I think most of all, what I'm really trying to do is just really stay in a place of like, just accepting exactly where we are right now and how can we figure out the best place to, to move forward in in this new reality, you know? That's good. I I really appreciated your, you talk, talking about acceptance and, and really that's that's what we, one of the ways to cope. And I think that's been very helpful. It's just, wow, this is where we are. And, and also allowing ourselves to feel okay to not be okay. Yeah. And I, you know, maybe this is going to sound like weird to you or, or to some, but after kind of the shock of what is happening, like it wasn't, I was like, whoa, this, I'm not really surprised. It kind of seemed like I was feeling this intense heaviness and in, in our you know collective and global energy like just a lot of anger a lot of environmental economic and political practices that have felt really sustainable you know, unsustainable rather in their ability to just protect us and serve us and, and the world so it almost feels like the earth was like nah y'all have to just like you we're gonna stop right now and we need to we need to heal and we're and this is gonna be really hard but it almost felt like the earth was like no we i need to take matters into my my own hands um i don't know does does that sound weird (laughs) no i think that's right i think the earth was like stop collaborate and listen you know know, work together it it really does connect everyone because rich poor whatever country you're from we we have found that we're mere humans 
and we are at bending the knee to this virus. So that is very humbling. Yeah, yeah. And, and so uh, on that note, a little bit of what we wanted to do this episode is talk about some of the things that we've found um, have helped us to cope and, and stay as healthy as possible. And, and going back to what you were, you know, what we said about acceptance, I think the one, one thing we want to start off by just saying is like, this is, you know, fucking hard. Like a lot of us will have moments where we don't feel okay. And just acknowledging those feelings is, 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 is just, is helpful just to know that we're all kind of going through this and, and it's okay to be sad and, and, and be and feel uncertainty. And, and, and also, but also I think what's helpful is remembering that, like you said, we're not, we're not alone. Right. And, and sometimes it may feel like, oh, maybe people are having a good time because we're seeing like people share funny memes or pictures. Like it looks like people are having a good time. But I think that especially a lot of us Latinos, it's not that we're always having a good, is that we, a lot of us use humor as a, as a coping mechanism. But, you know, I think that we're, a lot of us are still, we're trying to seek joy through, through the suffering, but that doesn't mean that, you know, we're not all suffering in one way or another. Definitely. Yeah. So the way I, I was thinking of, of walking us through this is I kind of thought of like, it's kind of silly, but I thought of what are some pa-dentro strategies and some pa-fuera strategies? That's how I thought I of it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes. <laughs> so pa-dentro are sort of like inner work that you can be doing around your mental state and your and, and how you're feeling inside. And so one of the first things I, I thought of is a gratitude practice. So creating a, a daily practice of gratitude is, is, is super important, especially when we're getting a lot of negative news and a lot of negative things are happening because it can be really hard to just keep spiraling into depression or deep depression if, if you don't find a way to find like a nugget of gratitude and these can be really, really small things. Like it can just be, you know, like being grateful for, you know, food, um, being grateful for your coffee in the morning, being grateful for your, your child's smile. So just looking for little things that you can be um, grateful for or things that make you smile every day. Uh, so I'm curious, Brenda, what are some of the things that you found? I think you shared a little bit already, but what are some of the things that you've felt really grateful for in this during this time? It's so funny because as you mentioned your child's smile, I was like, I'm grateful I don't have a child. Thank yeah, God. There you go, girl. That's, that's, that's something to be grateful for because, yeah, like people and parents are really, you know, it's, it's already a struggle and now they have them in the house all day. Yes. And along those lines, I'm grateful for my fur child. I'm, I'm grateful for my dog because she's so happy that we're home all day. And so her joy is also a source of a source of joy for me and also just to see how happy she is and, and relieves stress to have her around. So I'm grateful for my dog. I'm grateful to not be a parent and I'm grateful that I can work from home. So there's, there's just so much to be grateful for and to feel fortunate about. Same. Yeah. So for me, I, um, I'm grateful to have this time to spend with my family, you know? So my brother just had a baby and uh, I get to, to see a lot more of my niece than I expected to right now because we're actually all staying together in our house, the house that I grew up in, in, in Riverside, in the IE. So I'm, I'm really grateful that we're having this time uh, and also grateful that we have a backyard, which is, you know, people throw shade at Riverside and the IE all the time, but like we can have yards here, you know? <laughs> and it's a beautiful yard. We. We saw a little sneak preview of it or sneak peek at it when you did an Instagram live interview earlier. Looks like you were yeah. on some beach. So it's nice. I know we did, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm grateful for that. So the next thing I wanted to touch on is just really working on. And so, yeah, so with gratitude, what you can do, a good practice would be in the morning when you start your day 
or whenever you need it most, right, is maybe writing five things or so that you're grateful for. They can be smaller. They can go, they can be big. And just, just as a way to, to set your day in a more positive light. So the next thing is really focusing on um, your perspective and, and your mindset. So we can fall into thinking, for example, like one way of thinking would be like, oh, I'm stuck at home, right? Or I'm going to get sick. But it's really important that we work on how we're framing what we're going through. So for example, instead of saying I'm stuck at home, thinking, you know, I get to be home so that I can now spend more time with my dog. I can spend more time with my kids. I can get to do this thing that I never had time to do or never made time to do, right? Or instead of getting, I'm going to get sick and really just having that fear, really focusing on the fact that right now, if, if you are healthy, right, you are healthy and you're doing everything that you can to stay healthy. Because in fact, when you stress out about getting sick or, or when you stress out too much about anything, you actually make yourself more susceptible to actually get sick. Does that make sense? It does. And it's such a spiral because it's so difficult to not be affected by everything that's going on but yes um, and I have appreciated your your you checking in and 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 helping you and also Jeff Jeff's also very positive to shifting that mindset and yeah it's 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 helpful and and remembering that that this is a way to actually fight the virus is to protect your your health yeah so I'm and so I'm wondering like is there anything uh Brenda that you that going through this has opened you up to that you weren't seeing before, whether it's opportunities or whether a new opportunity or something that you wanted to work on that you hadn't been able to work on. Is it, have you noticed anything different in the way just personally or professionally since the, since the quarantine? Well, I certainly haven't loved being able to use zoom. There's I think two dear friends that I have that one lives in New York and one lives in Culver city. And when you're talking about LA, she might as well live in New York. And it's been really, we, we share time together and it's so few and far between sometimes years between the three of us getting together. And now we had zoom and, and even though zoom was always available, just this, this has pushed us to say, Oh shit, we could use this. So that's something that I appreciated is just being able to leverage the internet for deeper connections. So actually social connecting through physical distancing. Um, That's something that I've noticed. And also professionally, I think there, there's some great opportunities through leveraging the internet. I know one thing we have coming up is we're going to launch a book club and that's that idea emerged from realizing how zoom can be leveraged. This is not sponsored by Zoom, but if you all Zoom, if you're listening, <laughs> you listen, you're some cash. Um, yeah, we we'll appreciate that. That's, that's an example. Uh, how about you? Yeah, I mean that what you just shared. I think just realizing, oh, there's like different things that I can do that I hadn't really thought about before, and I think that the book club, I think, was such an excellent way for us to connect with our listeners and supporters in, in a in a different way. So I'm really grateful for you that, that you came up with that, with that idea. But um, beyond that, I think perspective wise, you know, really what I shared before about how can I reframe this? So just for example, it's like spending time with my family, which like, I love my family so much. But so for example, like with my brother, just like having a sibling, like you always have, like, I feel like you get on each other's nerves. Like you're so quick to want to get each on each other's nerves. You know what I mean? But I'm, I'm kind of taking it also as an opportunity to like grow to develop my relationship into a more mature relationship, like not acting like we're still kids, but how can I grow in how I communicate and relate with my brother, for example, or how can I continue to work on my relationship with my mom and be more present with her? So I'm grateful for the opportunity to do that. And then 
I think I've just been really, in, in terms of like what I'm seeing in, in the world, I, I've really been inspired by the, like how people have come together and organized and the compassion and the creativity and the increased connectedness that, that I'm seeing. Like, I think that that's been really, that, that's been really awesome to see. That is. Yeah. Okay. So next we have disconnecting. So that's like another tool that we can use to really protect our inner mental health. So Brenda, have you needed to disconnect because of the increased anxiety, increased content, everything? And how did it go for you if you, if you did? The answer is yes, I've needed, but I would say it hasn't gone for me because I have not done it. So I do still spend a lot of time scrolling and, and feeling disappointed. I'm not disappointed. That's not even the right word. Just straight up depressed because I just think about how other other countries, I mean, look at us, we're like the greatest, quote unquote, the greatest country in the world, um, doing a, having a really hard time with this, but just thinking about other countries that, that have a lot of other infrastructure challenges like corruption, like poverty. I mean, I'm just heartbroken as I start to see how this is unfolding in places like El Salvador and how Mexico is not really adhering to the policy. So I yeah. have not done an excellent job of disconnecting and it's very I will just acknowledge that it's difficult to to both want to realize that it, that it's not helpful to spiral down the the uh, uh, the constant scrolling, but to also be cognizant and aware of how this is hitting people that are experiencing poverty in in much different ways. Yeah, no, I think that that's a good point. It's like how do we find that balance? And, and I think the way I try to, the way I try to think about it is that you need to just, you need to make sure that you're, you're, you're as good as you can be in order to be supportive in the best way possible. You know? That's right. That's a thesis of this podcast. Yes. Right. 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 <laughs> I know it, it, it is. And, it, and this is actually like, it's been such a perfect reminder of it because I actually, I needed to disconnect and I disconnected for a weekend, like a Saturday and Sunday and it, because I was feeling, I was, I was starting to feel anxiety around, you know, the developments here and, 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 and around the world. And like, I, and I was starting to also feel like, oh, I need to, you know, I was seeing the creativity that, that on display from so many people. And I was like, oh, we need to be doing more like Tamarindo, like we need to be doing more. And then I was also feeling like, oh, I'm not helping enough. People are starting all these things, like coming up with all these ideas to, to help other people. And what am I doing? And so I was just feeling all of these different things. And that's how I knew that the, I was feeling that anxiety in my body. And that's how I knew like, okay, you need to take a break. And so I took a, a complete weekend off and I just deleted Instagram and I, you know, I, I read and I wrote way more than I had in, in several weeks because of that. And I found it so helpful and I found it and I found myself re-energized in order to, you know, come back and, and, and think about what I could do through our podcast and our platform as well as, as personally. So just knowing, you know, what I, I think of the, the example of, um, you know, how like when you go on a plane, they always tell you to put your, your mask, your, your uh, oxygen mask on before you, you help your, your children. Yes. Again, I don't have them, but yes. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, neither do I. But you know, like when I was younger, when I was younger, I was like, oh, that like doesn't seem like very like I feel like you should put it on your kid first, right? Because I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't think about it. Like, oh, you need to make sure that you're good so that you can help your little one, right? Yeah, that's a good analogy. I love that reminding us that you got to be well to help others. And then, other than that, I mean, the other other mindfulness practice. So mindfulness meaning like 
being in the present without judgment. A lot of things that we've talked about are, are ways to, to be mindful as well, but other common practices that we would recommend are, you know, exercise, meditation, journaling, and safe time outside. So, as you know, as much as you can be outside and in a way that is safe and, and, and adhering to social distancing. So I, I'm curious what's been most helpful for you, Brenda, in, in, in that sense. Well, I've done a little bit of uh, exercise videos, which are on our, our yes. um, Instagram TV, and I hope to do a little bit more of that. But I also, this morning today, we rode, I think it was 12 miles on our bikes. It was all uphill until until we had to turn around and go downhill, but that was intense. And so I've been appreciating the opportunity to safely be outside. Wow. That's, you're so, you're so intense with your, with your exercise. Like you've done like a bunch of marathons and I, I feel like I wouldn't be able to, I feel like I thought I was fit, but I don't think I'd be able to hang with you. <laughs> no, you totally can. You totally can. And it's a lot of fun. I know you're, you're thinking of dabbling into some of these uh, virtual coaching perhaps. I'm excited. Yeah. I yeah. 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 I, I led my first, uh, my first zoom workout with a, with a quote unquote client client, a, a, a very good friend of mine <laughs> who let me uh, work her, work her out. <laughs> yeah, that's where it starts. So that's great. It was so fun. And I was so grateful. Also, also use Zoom. Shout out to Zoom again. <laughs> Ooh, I should have invested in Zoom. I know, right? Now everyone <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> or I made a joke today. I was like, oh, me quiero zumbar unos tacos after being on back-to-back Zoom calls. <laughs> Okay, so now like what I what I described is pa'fuera strategy. So I want to talk about that. So like what are some things? Okay, so now we've done kind of the things that the inner work that we can do, but what are some things that real tangible things that we can do to try and change any part of our actual like situation or or that of, of others? So like financially, personally. So I'm curious, Brenda, what, what you have, have done in this, in this regard? Well, I mean, I think I'm still in the early stages of brainstorming that because I still, I'm still working. So um, it's amazing how uh, there's a lot of people posting like, oh, this extra time or oh, what extra time? Like I don't have yeah. the extra time. I'm still working. It's just yeah. uh, working from home and, and, and I feel uncomfortable because I'm missing my office chair. But um, <laughs> I am thinking, you know, I'm really excited about the launch of our book club that I mentioned earlier. We'll put links to our show notes, but we're reading Mean by Miriam Gurba. And, and so we're going to test that out. But I'm really excited about how we might do more of these virtual gatherings because we do. We're based in L.A., but we have fans all over the country, actually, and even different parts of the world. So I'm, I'm excited how we can build on our community through things like Zoom. We also just yeah. lost our, um, our Facebook group. So that's sort of the, the Pafuera strategies that I'm thinking about. It's like, oh, yeah. you know, duh. <laughs> like, what's yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, for sure. I think other things that I think I've seen that are that are really cool that I want to call out are, are mutual aid um, circles or mutual giving. I'm not sure what, what people, uh, what people call it most, but and I don't know if you, if you have, if you, have you seen any of these, Brenda, but basically people will set these up and it's, you basically share like, what do you need and what do you have to offer? Ooh, I have not. I've never been invited to one of these. Maybe people don't think I have something to offer, but it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, it's really cool. Like I, I, I'm part of a few listservs and I think I've seen it on, on some websites as well, but it, it's a really cool way to, to, to request what help you might need. And, and also if you have anything to, to offer. 
Um, so Excellent. Excellent. Circles. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, other, other things that you can do are obviously volunteering. I, I signed up for um, Meals on Wheels. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm waiting to hear back from them and we'll see, you know, like if, if, if there's still kind of safe ways to what protocols they have to, to make, make sure that, you know, we're as safe as possible, but I felt called to, to, to do what I could in, in, in that regard. And, and other, other things I wanted to call out is, for example, reaching out to your landlord in order to change. If, if you're having a hard time financially, I know I've had a lot of friends that were either laid off, you know, or part of a small company and had to take a, a salary cut in order to keep their company going. And so reaching out to your landlord, a strategy that you can try. And actually, after the episode, I have a link for a template. If you don't have your landlord's like phone number and want to try emailing or reaching out in that way to see if they can, you know, either waive your rent completely or lower it. So actually me and my roommates did that and we were able to lower our rent significantly for this month. Well, that's great. I'm glad that worked out for you. I know people are very challenged in that. Unfortunately, a lot of people got really nice notes that said something along the lines of make sure you pay your rent. I know the world's collapsing, but prioritize your rent. Yeah. Other things you can do though is calling your credit card companies and seeing if they can move the, the due date, thinking about extending your credit limit. I mean, there's still, there's a lot of ways that folks could be proactive about getting a bit of a handle on the financial situation, but we all know that the situation is dire and, and the other, I think the other helpful strategy in that regard is calling your representative, whether it's local state, national, to hope that they, they're um, putting in place policies that are going to protect you because I think there's only so much you can do for yourself. It's really going to take more collective action. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I'm, I'm hopeful for, just, and just because I try to stay in pos- as positive as, and, and hopeful as possible, is I think that with what's happening, we're, we're really realizing that we don't have a, a large enough safety net to protect us when things like this happen, you know? And it, and it was really disheartening to see you know, how much money went to, you know, Wall Street and big companies and, and how little amount of support went to smaller businesses and individuals, right? So I think I'm, I'm hoping that, that we'll have more people just become more involved politically and, and put more pressure on starting to change a lot of these systems that, that are really not supporting, you know, into that. I'm going to, I'm going to play what is going to substitute for our uh, matraca, which is our maraca. Maraca today, Maracas, yeah, we got a maraca today because we don't have our matraca and we're just making it work. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and um, okay. So the last thing we wanted to just quickly share are just some of the things that we have really appreciated in terms of resources as we go through this. So uh, Brenda, I know that you've been up to date with a lot of organizations that are doing good work. So I was wondering if you wanted to share one or two that you want to uh, give a shout out to. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to focus hyper local. So in LA, there's a fabulous organization called um, Inclusive Action for the City. And it's led by friend of the pod, Rudy Espinosa. And the organization quickly worked together with United Way LA. And I want to specifically call out my one of my best friends, Evelyn Garcia at United Way LA, who was proactive and aggressive in making sure that our community, meaning undocumented folks, meaning street vendors, the most vulnerable, were going to be able to benefit from any funds that are that were set up to respond to how the fact the fact that many were going to be severely impacted by the staying at home policy. So I'm I'm talking about like Evelyn and Rudy organized in the matter of 
like a day or two to make yeah. sure we advocated for our most vulnerable. So um, we're going to put a link in our bio, in our notes, and we'll also put a link in bio on our Instagram, but Inclusive Action for the City has a specific GoFundMe that's providing direct cash assistance to street vendors because this is what we need. We don't need people to go to hoop to get funding. We need direct cash assistance. And so I'm really happy to be able to call out that resource or that opportunity to support a great cause. What about you, Anishela? So uh, I want to call out Meals, Meals on Wheels. So just because in addition, I'm also I also inclusive action. I think what they're doing is incredible. But yeah, Meals on Wheels, which is just um, they deliver meals to seniors and who are primarily o- over 75. So that's who I'm volunteering with. And that's who I just wanted to, to call out because what they what they are doing is even more important right now. Yes, yes. And if you all hear a little bit of ice and stuff, that's my margarita because it's also been helpful during these times. <laughs> 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 yes. Okay. So next, what is, is there any content that has given you joy during quarantine that you want to share with listeners? Yes. Okay. There's a lot of great content out there. Comedians are hilarious and I love the way that they're adapting to their virtual audience. There's a ton of them going live. This is the time to follow comedians, but I have to give the Maraca, Maraca, Maraca. who is hilarious and she has been killing the covid comedy game so follow her on twitter she's hilarious so that is um something that's giving me a lot of um great content during the quarantine and for you well where is she putting most of her funny stuff is it on twitter everywhere everywhere, but i'd say twitter What was that? I said her on the TikTok. <laughs> no, I don't think she's on the TikTok. She's she hasn't graduated to the TikTok. She's in our thirties. Yeah. Like me, we're not quite there yet. <laughs> I know we're the last ones to get on there, and that's when all the kids will leave. <laughs> oh, so for me, I actually um, want to give a shout out to Cesar Camacho. His Instagram and his TikTok are the Cesar Camacho, and he's just been creating really hilarious TikToks and and, and Instagram. He's been putting, posting his TikToks, and he's been giving me so much life. Just he's so funny. And you know him as well, as well, Brenda. Yes, his content is adorable. He is adorable looking. He is amazing. I love him. Yes. Yes. And, and second one, who you also know, Brenda, I wanted to give a shout out to the Harry Lopez on Instagram, the Harry Lopez. And he is a life coach and he's also just been releasing a lot of just beautiful, positive, hopeful content. So grateful for the comedy and grateful for, for the help from these two queer gentlemen. <laughs> yes. And honestly, just listed the entire guest list of people that may have contracted the virus when we all went dancing at Cumbia Ton. No, it's been two weeks, so we might be cool. We might be in the clinic. I think we're good. I think, we're good. I think we didn't get it there. <laughs> I, think, I think you're right. <laughs> um, and lastly, what's a resource, a resource that you found uh, useful? A useful resource for information. I think um, I've enjoyed LA Times and I've been enjoying LA Times for a while because there's a, they, they, they really have some awesome Latinx journalists. And so Daniel Hernandez, one of them, who was a friend of the pod. So LA Times. But then I also also really love LA Taco. LA Taco always shows Tamarindo love. They put us on their first, you know, safe activities you can do while at home. We were on there. So shout out to LA Taco. Actually, we're going to play a, uh, one of these. Matraca. I know. Yeah. I keep wanting to say Matraca. I know. It's so hard. How are you doing with your, your margarita? Do you still have a lot left? Pretty good. Oh, yeah, there's a lot left. There's a lot left. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
for me, I mean, I think an obvious one is is obviously the the CDC gov um, forward slash is that what it's called coronavirus. Oh, you, you, I'm snoring already. That's my website. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, but it's it's a it's a yeah, but it, it has a lot of it's a, it's a broad it has a lot of broad info. So you know you can you can go there and find out a lot a lot of information. CDC um, forward slash forward slash CDC. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, and then other than that, I thought for for anyone that is undocumented. And worried about healthcare, unitedwedream.org has resources for undocumented folks that are concerned about healthcare access. Yes. We love United We Dream. Yes. So that was that was it on Corona. We've talked enough about Corona. Um, we're gonna take a quick break and then we just want to talk a little bit about our Tamarindo anniversary and, and and find a little bit of joy through through all of this madness. So we'll That's be right back. Right. Get your margarita. the podcast listeners did you know that we are completely independent that's right this is a labor of love we spend a lot of time because it really really matters to us to be in your ears and this is why i want to encourage you to please write a review of them the podcast or tell a friend how much you love this podcast because uh we want more of you listening and we love when you write us a love note so um anna Sheila, what do you have for me Here's an example of an awesome review that we received from our listener, Sochil, who says, I love this podcast. Ana Sheila and Brenda are two Latinx mujeres who keep it real and keep us connected. Their synergy is undeniable. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I love that they address current events as well as reminding listeners to stay grounded, being mindful of our overall well-being. Love this aspect of their podcast. Thank you for providing an intelligent, critical, and balanced podcast that focuses on the Latinx community. Much needed and refreshing. Mm-hmm. That review makes me feel so fuzzy inside it's why we do what we do and what inspires us to keep going we want to bring you the content that we are thinking about grappling with excited about so please rate and review tamarindo podcast on apple Podcasts today it means so much to us Okay, we're back. So one way that Brenda and I are focusing on gratitude and the things that bring us joy is celebrating our one-year anniversary together and four years of Tamarindo, right, Brenda? Yay! So we just want to spend a little time reflecting on, on Tamarindo, what it means to us, what we hope to do with it. So first off, Brenda, as the OG and creator of Tamarindo, uh, can you tell us a little bit about why Tamarindo exists? Yes, 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 yes. So Tamarindo was born in 2016, March 2016. And this was when um, when there was just a lot of energy around the election and Trump was just starting to pick up steam. And that was happening in the background. But at the same time, I was a big podcast fan. And so I was noticing that there really weren't that many Latinx voices contributing to important discussions on politics, on culture, on life. So that's really what encouraged me to start a podcast. And of course, the other thing that was very helpful is the fact that Jeff, producer Jeff, who I'm married to, had all the setup, all the equipment, and was down to produce the show. So that that's really the early onset of Tamarindo. So it's really there to amplify Latinx voices 
to talk about issues that impact our community, but to use levity and, and be funny um, in doing it. And then, of course, with Ana Sheila joining Tamarindo a year ago, I am just so excited, so happy to see how we've incorporated these practices and well-being so that we can be the best advocates for our community if we are well ourselves. So I'm so so thrilled to be marking this one year with, with Ana Sheila, uh, who's fabulous. And we're going to play the, the maraca for her. Um, yes, yes. It's just so awesome. Tamarindo is the best it's ever been. And, and I, um, I'm very grateful to you for your investment in this fabulous project. If I blushed, I would be blushing. Oh, you don't blush? <laughs> I don't think so. I think I'm too brown for that, but I'm say, you'll have to tell me. <laughs> I'll have to tell you. <laughs> Love it. What are, what are some of your, what are your, like one or two of your favorite things about, about this last year, other than kind of the, the shift that you've seen the, the Tamarindo go through? Well, I'm really excited that we did our first ever pre-corona uh, live event and it was sold out. We were sold out. We were like totally packed in a room with awesome engagement. We, we did a workshop about having a podcast, but we also did a live show, a live conversation and we sold out. So I think that was so exciting because that was our first paid event sold out, kicked ass. It was great. It was awesome. So I'm, I'm excited about that. I think um, I really enjoyed too our event uh, earlier this year where we talked about intention setting and that was a free event, but there was so much in, um, interest in that. And it was with one of our BFFs now, which is La Monarca Bakery, who I want to shout out because they've been such great supporters of Tamarindo and they're open right now. They're trying to keep their folks employed. And that's another place where you all can uh, dedicate your dollars towards La Monarca. So those are two really exciting highlights of the year. How about for you? Yeah. Well, actually, I mean, those are, those are two of my, <laughs> my big highlights of the year too. And yeah, it was, it, and it's, and it's funny because I mean, what, what we, I think what we've realized is we've really loved doing our live events and we love doing this podcast, but the, the fact that we love doing these live events so much to me is like a sign of like what we want to start to do, to do more of for, for our community. So that's exciting to me. And uh, it, was, it was also really cool to see your, your talents in terms of organizing events, just because <laughs> yeah, I hadn't gotten to see that side side of you, but just like how detail oriented you are. And you would come up with these like really cool extra, like nice to have things that I wouldn't have thought of. And so that was always, always cool to see like, oh, we just like this event just got even better because Brenda had this like idea. I don't know where she Aww, got it. Oh, thank you. I'm going to give myself a matraca. Mira. Yeah. <laughs> The is not as good as the matraca, I have to say, but you know. Right? Damn, I forgot it. <laughs> you know, I wanted to, I, earlier I had wanted to give you a maraca <laughs> for, for what you've been able to achieve with this podcast over the last few years, like ultimately, like pretty much like independently. So a shout out to, to you for what you've been able to, to do and grow. Because well, that's it, really sweet, but I, I don't think it's ever really been a truly independent project because there's been some great partners, but also yeah. Mr. Jeff, we got to give some love yeah, to yeah, Mr. Yeah. Jeff because um, he's always willing to help. He's got all these great ideas. He tries to retire, but we don't let him. And so um, I just, you know, it's, it's so great to be married to an ally, if you will, because he <laughs> yes. really believes in, in, in what we're doing. That's why he's willing to spend the extra hours to make us sound excellent. And also, I'm so excited that we um, we have Michelle Andrade this year 
um, that's also been contributing to make sure that our episodes are coming out more frequently and consistently. So it's just been a great team effort. I'm just, I'm so excited. Yeah, that was actually going to be, we have all the same things. Cause the last thing I was going to say is, well, first of all, yeah, when I said you, I mean, I meant like you and Jeff and like your, who, whatever other additional partners you, you've had help. I mean, it's been a very small, nimble team throughout the entire time. No, that is so true. If you all listen, I know you all listen to other podcasts and at the end they're like, so-and-so helped with sound design, blah, 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 did our web design, blah, blah, blah. There's like three to four people at most you know, <laughs> putting on this show. And mostly it's Anna, Shayla and I. So uh, we love our fans and, and, and we hope that you know that this is a labor of love and we're happy to do it and we love doing it and we can't wait to do more activities with all of you. Yeah. And likewise, one last shout out for Michelle Andrade, who's joined their team as our editor and I is excellent. Yes. yes. Okay. So lastly, what are some things you're really excited about Tamarindo in the future, Brenda? I'm really excited to launch our, our virtual book club. And of course, we did this to adjust with physical distancing, but maybe it's something we can build on because there's so many amazing Latinx authors that should be uplifted. If anything, if we learn anything from this American Dirt debacle and our last episode on that, I think this is a great way that we could be leveraging our platform and all of you to talk about Latinx authors. I'm excited about that. How about you? Yeah. So same on the book club. I was sharing that I was researching on, on Amazon and looking for Latinx writers just, just to see what would come up Latinx writers and, and Spanish books. And, and just the results were, were just really terrible. And, and a lot of the, the authors that, you know, Gabriel Garcia Marquez, Julia Alvarez, like there are more Latinx writers than that. And so I'm excited to use our book club to amplify different Latinx writers and really start to give us this, this space and the amplification that, that we deserve. So I'm excited along with you on that. Um, and I'm excited about a lot, a lot of the other, you know, virtual ideas that we have potentially bring back our storytelling workshop that we hope to do live. Maybe we'll do that virtually. So just excited to brainstorm what different ways we can provide our listeners and our supporters with helpful content beyond just the podcast. So a lot to be excited about. Yes, definitely. And I think you kind of hinted in uh, what you shared by mentioning Amazon and realizing that their curated Latinx list is has is lacking so i think that kind of gives us our our mutual basura basura could go out to to amazon where um, i know a lot of employees up in the in the um new york new jersey area are not being protected uh where we learned that they were um i think asking for donations for their employees dude there's so many things to put uh, amazon and la basura for so uh collective basura on that um, okay. Yes, yes. What about, um, what are some ways that our, our fans or listeners can help us celebrate this one year anniversary? What are some exciting ways that we are looking for their support? Do you have any ideas? So the obvious one is just continue to share Tamarindo with your friends. So whether that be on Facebook, whether that be on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you spend your social leisure time, especially because we're all spending so much more time on it now. Yeah. <laughs> so asking you for podcast recommendations um you know give us give us a shout out if you've been loving what we've been doing yes please do that you can also write us a review five stars five stars only and uh make sure that you follow us on all the all of the platforms but today i want to call out facebook the og um because we did launch a facebook group as i mentioned earlier so get in there and we want to start to have some more interactions more discussions and you'll be the first to know about events and opportunities so Please help us build more community for 
for Tamarindo. We want to give yes. all of you a maraca. And then um, last, last thing is, you know, if you have ideas for events or, you know, content for our episodes, we definitely want to hear that as we continue to plan out our year. So please hit us up in our email, contact at tamarindopodcast.com. Or, you know, you can DM us too. We check our DMs. We do. We do. Get up in those DMs. Well, thank you, everyone. Thank you for, for being um, for fans of the show. Thank you, Anna Shayla, for all the awesome ideas and energy. It's all very helpful and healing. And uh, we hope that some of the strategies we were able to share today help you get through this wild time. And we're thinking of all of you and sending you yes. lots of love. Un abrazo y un beso a todos. Un abrazo and of course, ponte un suéter. Ponte un suéter. Tamarindo Podcast is independently produced by Ana Sheila Victorino and Brenda Gonzalez. Jeff DeVoe provides original music and sound engineering, and Michelle Andrade provides editing and production support. Follow us on Instagram at Tamarindo Podcast and at Twitter at Tamarindo Cast. And if you like the show, please write us a review on Apple Podcasts or share the episode with a friend. Get in touch with us at TamarindoPodcast.com. Besties and welcome to I Am Besties. I'm Stephanie Ramirez and I'm Vanessa Casares. We're two Latinas coming together to create a space for heart-to-heart chit-chats on everything that matters. From relationship advice to empowering women, exploring spiritual insights and healing trauma, we've got it all covered. We're your go-to besties, sharing personal stories and bringing on inspiring guests for an engaging and entertaining listening experience. I Am Besties, where you'll find laughter, love, and a supportive sisterhood. Join us and be a part of the family.